Breaking news. They want to pass, man. Ready to hear that pass pop a little bit. I like making some noise today. Ah! Time to hit somebody. Get this thing clacking, man. Let's go. Yeah, You're discretion. It might get a little noisy. Bro. Let's go. Fly around, have fun. Let's go. Gang on me. Gang on three. One, two, three. Now back to unnecessary roughness with your boy Q, live at the Azela Ultra Pool. And we are at the Azela Ultra Pool inside the Sahara, Las Vegas, kicking off hour number two of the show, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920, coming off of day eight of Raiders training camp. And join us now on the phone lines is someone that was at a Raiders training camp earlier this week. That's our good friend Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network. And Cynthia, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. I do appreciate you. How's the camp tour been going for you and, uh, and your fine folks over at the NFL Network? I'm going to be honest with you, I've been having so much fun. This is the best time of year because literally everyone is about to win the Super Bowl, every team, and <laughs> everyone's in a good mood. It might be the face of the sun most places. It's been pretty hot, but, you know, it's it's just part of the fun, part of the charm. <laughs> what do you look for? Like, what in particular are you looking to stand out when you go to different training camps and you're observing? You know, there's a couple of things. Obviously, you know, they don't, they're, it's pretty curated what we get to see from the outside, but... Essentially, you see like kind of the kind of the overall like is everyone having fun? Are people laughing? Are they having a good time with each other? Is there you know some good competition in practices? And for me, I really start to look at the O lines because that's really one of the first things that you know really in preseason and before the season starts. Like, is there some continuity? Are we getting like who's the right tackle, left tackle? What's going on with the guards? That how are the handoffs going, et cetera. That's kind of the only thing that's really helpful from what we get to see. But, you know, you I, I hate to say the word like you get to feel the vibes too, but you do kind of get to feel like who's excited, where are they having fun, where is it kind of weird. You can, you can just totally feel the difference. Yeah, no, you can. Cynthia Freeland is our guest again from NFL Network here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So you were in observance of Raiders training camp earlier this week, and did you have anything that really stood out to you from what you were able to see? I feel like it's a limited uh, amount of time and things that you can see from Raiders practice, but was there anything that stood out to you? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you know, Coach McDaniels gave me like a inside look at everything, and I got to see all the game plans, and <laughs> I know exactly what the, clearly he's going to tell me all of that, but no. I was actually really impressed with what I saw. Look, Devontae Adams, I have high expectations for, so it's not like, you know, it, I'm not just, it's always impressive to watch him catch passes, but Jacoby Myers really stood out to me as a guy who, he looks just great. Like, I, not that I didn't expect him to, but I feel like he exceeded my expectations for the types of routes he was running, like the shape he looks to be in, the speed that he seems to be kind of being able to put out there on the practice field in 150 degree heat. You know, like I said, you're always impressed with Devontae Adams, but I think, especially for, you know, where we start to talk about fantasy and all that stuff, like, you know, Jacoby Myers feels like he could be that vertical threat that really could get, keep some, get some nice touchdowns. Like, you could, you could, you could see something really, some damage happening doing, due to him. You know, I'm glad you brought up Jacoby Myers. He's a guy I talk about quite a bit because he's been a number one for a while in New England. And now, obviously, he's not a number one with the Raiders because, as you mentioned, Devontae Adams is there. He's kind of good. How much <laughs> do you think that that's going to help Jacoby having 17 across from him? I'll be honest with you. Between Hunter Renfro, which, by the way, as far as, like, humans go, I thought I liked Hunter Renfro before. But the humility he showed being like, last year wasn't my best. I've come back renewed. Like, I've mm -hmm. talked to the coach. I figured it out. I loved that. And, you know, you really saw that heart. And between him and Devontae Adams and the ability for Jacoby Myers to stretch the field, like, I actually think, like, the passing threat is going to be 
even scarier than last year. Look, Devonta Adams, I have a hard time putting anyone too far ahead of him in terms of the wide receiver rankings, if anyone, and, you know, in the entire league. So it's going to be really helpful for Jacoby Myers to both have Devontae Adams and a renewed Hunter Renfro. Like, that's going to be that's going to be fun one to watch. It really will. And you brought up Hunter, and I've been talking about him ever since he had that media session last Friday and said he wasn't in a good place, he wasn't having fun. And you brought up earlier having fun and how important it is. It looks like Hunter is having fun, and it sounded like, even when he talked to us last Friday, that he was in a much better place than he was a year ago. I mean, it felt like, look, again, we only got to see. I didn't get to see much of, like, the defense because obviously in these practices and training camps, like, they kind of put on a show for the audience, right? Like they want to see some good catches or not out there trying to knock anyone's block off of, you know, so you saw some great catches from all three of those guys, fun routes, like just fun things going on. Like the, the offense and the passing offense, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo on Saturday, like they were having fun. Like it was, right. it was, it was not a, it was definitely considering how hot it was. And I still don't understand why Devonte Adams was wearing like full sleeves. Like, I was the sweatiest person alive, and I was wearing, like, <laughs> shorts and a T-shirt. And, like, I don't know what, what was going on with that. But, you know, other than that, he's just a he's a real one, I guess. But right. you know, that was the only thing that didn't look fun to me was what, the amount of clothing he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if Devontae is going to do Devontae-type things, he can do he can wear whatever he wants, right? <laughs> he can I go mean, out there. I feel like he, I, mean, I should learn something. Maybe I should have been wearing – maybe it will make me better at my job if I wear more clothes when it's really hot. Like, that just shows, like, he's a real one, and I am not. I am look, I'm right there with you. Me and you, neither one of us are real ones because I, I had a, a short sleeve shirt on as well and some shorts. So, uh, yeah, I'm not on Devontae Adams' level. Again, Cynthia Freeland is our guest here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, now, Max Crosby is a guy that we talk about all the time. And as you mentioned, you didn't get to see a whole lot of the defense, but you know what Max Crosby brings to the table. How much better? He's been, he's been killing uh, training camp so far. No matter who tries yeah. to block him, he's been killing it. How much better do you think Max can get? Well, it's hard to get better than he was two seasons ago, right? And even last season, last season people just knew what to expect. The season before, he's got 100 pressure. So right. it's hard to get too much better than that. But I was there in January for the East-West Shrine Bowl, which was hosted at the amazing facilities out there. And I saw him in the gym. He said he was there January 30th. I can tell you, I have a receipt. I saw him working out January 30th. And that's really fun. And it just shows you the kind of human and the level of dedication and the commitment to being great, because let me tell you, it was annoying. There were, I'm sure you guys saw, there were, you know, we, we invaded, the East West Shrine people invaded the Raiders facility. It was yep. probably pretty obnoxious, but he was in there. He was super focused. And I was, you know, in awe of how much, how like, heavy the weights were he was able to actually <laughs> lift. But, you know, that's incredible. And I'm really, I did get a chance to talk to a few of your coaches about kind of which of the rookies has like a good personality and how much fun it is. And I'm excited for your rookie pass rusher along with Max Crosby. So I think that a development in Crosby's, you know, career that we'll see this year is more that ability to become more of a teacher. And I think being able to help Tyree Wilson with what he's able to do, I think that's where you'll see, you know, obviously I believe he's going to be one of the biggest threats to for any opposing quarterback, but now you get to see him also be a bit, of, bit more of a mentor to someone else. So I think that's where you'll see most of his development this year. You know, he's mentioned that before, that when he came into the league, he didn't have a Max Crosby or a Chandler Jones to learn from. Now Tyree, as you mentioned, has both of those guys. And Chandler, I mean, over 100 career sacks, so he obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to that totally. position. How much can those two guys actually help Tyree Wilson once he gets out on the field? 
Well, the reality is, is if you're looking at these top defenses in the league and you know Josh McDaniels is doing that, they rotate in players for situations really effectively and efficiently. See Niners, see Eagles, see a lot of these guys. And what you'll be able to see from this, uh, at the front of the defense especially, is the kind of folding in of rookies or younger players or people with less experience in situations that really benefit what they're most capable of doing. So it's really putting people in a position to succeed. And I think having both that kind of expertise level of the guys who are already there, but also like being able to kind of use some of these concepts where it's now not seen as like this, like, oh, you're just a situational pass rusher. Nobody's seeing it like that. You know, the Eagles do not view it like that. The Niners have changed the narrative around that as well. So being able to do that and it not like feel like you're being kind of put down in any way, I think that's where you'll see a ton of development. And I know, you know, if there's one thing that I, that I feel very confident in on this defense, I think I love your linebackers, Coach, and I think that you're going to see a little bit more out of mm. them and a little bit more learning from them. You know, I've known him for a long time now. My best friend from college was a New York Giant with him. So we're, we're just going to say that that's a, the, a hidden weapon there that, that I don't know. There you go. I like that. I like that a lot. Ari, go ahead and mark that down right there. Cynthia Freeland said that uh, Antonio Pierce is going to be the X Factor. The linebacker coach is going to be the X Factor potentially for the Raiders. He's a great teacher. He's a great teacher. I've asked him a lot of complicated questions. When he was, uh, I'm going to go back here in time and date myself, but my friend Matthias Kiyunuka, I went to Boston College, and Matthias and I were friends. They Mm -hmm. switched him around in that Steve Spagnuolo defense from a hand in the mud. 43 defensive end they had him stand up as an outside linebacker and i was that summer i was like actually living between i was between roommates because i was very poor at the time i was living in matthias's basement and we were learning that defense and and antonio pierce was a teacher and i actually learned and i don't even and, and defense is very hard if you've never played football to understand so i can vouch firsthand for his ability to be a great teacher well, I know he did some really good things in college. I know that a lot of linebackers that came from uh, Arizona State, they, they'll, they'll attest to that he did a really good job there when uh, Herm Edwards was the head coach. So uh, I'm hoping that, that, like you mentioned, that that teaching ability does you know rub off on the, the linebackers that the Raiders have. Uh, sticking with the defense, Cynthia, I wanted to ask you about Marcus Peters. Obviously, he's not the Marcus Peters that gets 8 to 10 interceptions a season like he was at one point. But how much do you think he has left in the tank? I'll be honest with you, you don't really want him to be that guy necessarily in this type of defense. Offenses have changed considerably in the past three seasons especially. So, And Marcus Peters is a guy who, when he was a little bit younger, sometimes he would take some gambles. I think it's smarter for him to sort of sit back, read, the, read what the offense is giving him a little bit more, and leverage his expertise. Because I think that like, the maturity of a player and the ability to know what you're capable of doing and understand your angles that's probably even more helpful than having just like that raw, I'm 25 years old, I'm going to knock your block off. You want both, but if you, it's not like he can go back in time and get in a, you know, a time, whatever, time <laughs> travel and go back right. in time. So I, it's not about, it's not going to look the same, but I think that the concept and what he knows and the, the expertise he's bringing in his ability, because he's great with angles. And he's great, like, remember, you know, he had a guy, when he was in Baltimore, like the other side of that, you know, Marlon Humphrey was a kind of a more, like, just a different type of guy, and, and they complemented each other well. Well, he understood what Marlon Humphrey was able to do, so that, therefore you can kind of get the best out of both, if that makes sense. So you're, you can evolve, right? You don't necessarily always yeah. need to be that guy who's, like, super, super physical to be super, super impactful. 
Yeah, no, he's still a smart dude. We saw him come up with an interception just the other day, and it just you saw that vintage Marcus Peters come out where he just knew what was happening, read the play correctly, and angles. boom, was right there. Yeah, yep, exactly, the yeah. Spot on, angles right there. Again, Cynthia Freeland is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Just got a couple more questions for you. The big elephant in the room is Jimmy G. How could Jimmy G take this Raiders offense from where it was last year, which was pretty good, to even better, especially evolving in Josh McDaniels' offense? What are you seeing from Jimmy? I mean, stay healthy, right? Because yep. Jimmy, look, I, I, I know that it's different and it's not it's not fair to always compare. It, it, you know, it's like apples and, and, and not even oranges. Like, it's like apples and pears, right? Like, ultimately, he was a more efficient passer. His, his numbers, just raw numbers, are stronger from his days as a 49er than the guy that was here before. And ultimately, what you're getting is a guy who can execute what is given to him. It's not a function of Kyle Shanahan. If you think Kyle Shanahan is a great teacher, well, you also have to then think that Josh McDaniels is a great teacher too, right? They're kind of cut from that same sort of cloth. So it's really going to come down to being able to stay healthy, being able to stay on the field, which that's the case for any quarterback. But especially Jimmy G, like, let's get that, some of that chemistry formed, right? Because if you think about Devontae Adams, he really hasn't had, compared to most other top-end wide receivers, he hasn't had that many different quarterbacks, right? right. Obviously, you know, when, you, when you're adjusting to different velocities, different types of angles, et cetera. Like, this is going to take a little bit more time. It's not like he's had 15 different quarterbacks. This, this is a good thing, by the way. And then ultimately, you know, if we can build that chemistry and figure out how to execute the game plan, kind of the way that, you know, Josh McDaniels envisions it, it's going to be a much better way for everyone in the entire offense. And by the way, you know, you get that running back situation down because, you know, play action is always a good way to get. Right now, if you can get play action and if you can get guys who can win contested catches and get a few more yards after the catch, those are the two highest probability ways of earning first downs. And the play action needs a running back. So just get the run game figured out and, you know, maybe get some guy back in the building. Well, I think it'll get sorted out, but, you know, and those two things because you, you certainly got that receiver who can earn you those, those yards after the catch. Yeah, I feel like that that situation with the running back is definitely going to get taken care of sooner rather than later, yeah. and we'll see Josh out yeah. there on the field. And, Cynthia, I'll, I'll finish up with this. You know, you do uh, fantasy sports as well. You, you know, obviously you're very knowledgeable about, uh, you know, who's really good as far as uh, getting fantasy points. Jimmy G is really good traditionally in the red zone. The Raiders have not been very good in the red zone. How much more do you think he, as long as he's healthy, can go out there and really put that will on, on and, and succeed in the red zone where the Raiders have traditionally failed? Yeah, I mean, look, I I do think that the the red zone, you have to give a little credit to the O-line. You have to figure out your O-line, you know, the interior O-line especially. So I think that kind of once that chemistry is formed and forged between the O-line and Jimmy G and the running back and a few of these quicker outlet passes and you get kind of your, like, your, your special sauce in the red area, I do think that those numbers will go up. Because, you know, it's, it's interesting with, with Jimmy G because he, he doesn't say much. He doesn't. You know, for for a guy who has been on some really great teams, you kind of don't hear him talk. And I love that about him. But it kind of makes you forget how good he is, right? Like, he just doesn't have to tell you. He just shows you. And I think that – I think Raiders fans are going to be pretty excited about that. I just – Wish that maybe the Raiders were in the NFC instead of the AFC this year. <laughs> I think right. The AFC is just the worst. <laughs> yes. Now the AFC West is a monster. The AFC as a conference is a monster as well. Like you said, all the quarterbacks, all the – yeah, there's a lot of really good teams in the AFC, and they have a dog for a schedule this year. But 
You play the yeah. teams that are on your on your schedule. You do the best you can, and you see what happens when it's all said and done. Well, Cynthia, thanks so much for your time. Where are you off to? Like, where's the tour going next? Next, I'm going to your week two opponent, the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I know. And then, actually, I'll also be in your home opener, Steelers, the week after that. And nice. then I'll be at the Bears the week after that. I don't know if you play the Bears or not. I only remember yeah. the first one. Yeah, later on this, so. in the schedule. Yep, later on yep. This, in the season. Yep. There it yep, is. So I'll have, I'll have some info for you, some intel. But I expect, you know, I think you guys are going to be in my neighborhood for one of the preseason games against – I think you'll be out here in, in L.A. for one of the preseason games. So yep. I, I got to get – I love coming to Raiders games. They're my favorite. But I'm going to be honest with you, and I probably shouldn't say this, I, I that might be my favorite stadium. It's The food's great. It's easy to maneuver. Like, it's so cool looking. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, big, I'm a big Allegiant fan. Hey, it's nice. I like it. I love the stadium. I really do. SoFi is awesome as well, but I love Allegiant Stadium. I'm not going to lie. I know I might be a little biased, but I do love Allegiant Stadium. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I work at SoFi Stadium most of the time, and I'm like, ooh, I like Allegiant. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, when we come to L.A., hopefully uh, we'll run into each other again. It's always great catching up with you. I definitely appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. I hope to see you soon. Yes, we will, definitely. Cynthia Freeland right there, fantastic from NFL Network, good friend of the show, definitely appreciate her insight. And she's on a, she is on a, a training camp tour, and I, I've said this many times before, if I didn't do this every day where I was on the radio and I was doing shows, I'd, I'd honestly like the dream job would be to be at NFL Network and just, just go. Right. One week I'm in Vegas. Another week I'm in Buffalo. Next week I'm in Denver. The next I mean, just covering team after team after team like my good friend Omar Ruiz who works for NFL Network as well. I always tell him, man, you got the you got the job of all jobs, even though I love what I do on the daily. Don't get me wrong. Love being here, being able to talk on the radio. It's it, it doesn't get any better than this. But if I had to do something else, if I was forced to, if Ari just twisted my arm and said, hey, Q, you can't do this anymore. You got to do something else. I definitely uh, work for NFL Network, talk football 365 days of the year, and uh, have a good time while I'm at it, right? That's just kind of how I get down. It's kind of how I'm built. So many thanks to Cynthia Freeland bringing the, bringing the heat there with us here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Speaking of bringing the heat, we are here at the Azilo Ultra Pool. It is hot out here, but it is hot and, and comfortable. So come on out here, have a good time, jump in the pool. Right, the pool looks fantastic. We've got some nice beach balls that we're giving out. Uh, we've got all kind of T-shirts and koozies and cups at a Raider Nation Radio 920. My man Vice Raider has made his way, so you can come on by as well, hang out with us. We've got some drink specials going on at the bar. There's plenty of food specials going on at the bar. Uh, all you got to do is, is come on by and say what's up. My man Patty just made it. Uh, he's having a good time as well. So, uh, all, again, all we need is you. It's free to get in, free, uh, free parking. What would you say, Ari? I didn't hear you. My fault. That might have been a little confusing. We have quick on the line. I didn't mean to go quick. I just. Oh, okay. All right. No, no doubt. No doubt. Well, yeah. Come on by and hang out with us. Now that as Ari mentioned, we have quick on the phone. So let's go ahead and go out to the Raider Nation listening line. Quick, what's on your mind, brother? What it do, Q Ball? How you living? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. You know, I shot you that that uh, tweet earlier. You know, it was wonderful to hear about the defense performance super well today. But I just gotta bring up what I said to you in that tweet. Where is Tyree Wilson at, bro? Yeah. How can we keep drafting? Oh, man, how do we do this to ourselves? Well, we got a top 10 pick that cannot touch the field. Meanwhile, your boy, Christian Gonzalez, is over in New England camp balling. Yep. Come on now. We off to a rough start already with this thing. But I was glad and pleasantly surprised to hear that the defense performed well today. Uh, it's not an indictment on Jimmy G and them. They should have bad days every now and then. So okay. I'm excited for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the weekend with a smile on my face. But damn it, 
Tyree, you get in there, all right? All right, you ball. Peace out, bro. Hey, man, great call. Quick, it's always good to hear from you. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's the hang-up, right? Everyone's waiting for the, the emergence of Tyree Wilson. Everyone's waiting for the emergence of Byron Young. Uh, hell, I'm waiting for Neil Farrell Jr. to show back up, right? Three guys that are uh, on that defensive line that aren't there right now. So uh, we asked Josh McDaniels about him the other day. I actually asked Josh McDaniels about those guys the other day, and he said that he's, they're, they're, he's happy with everything they're doing. I mean, he gave me the company line, right? He's happy with everything that they're doing. They're working their way back. He's never going to put a timeline on when they're going to come back, how close they are to coming back, but they're doing all the right things. That's what, that's what we heard. So hopefully sooner rather than later we see Tyree out there. Hopefully sooner rather than later we see Byron Young because if this defensive line could play at the level that it played today, and I'll, I'll, I'll watch tomorrow, see if they have another, if they can put together back-to-back really good days, maybe even three in a row. Maybe they can go Sunday as well. By the time we come back on the show on Monday, maybe I'll say, hey, you know what? This defense is way ahead of the offense right now. I think that that would be a positive. But, you know, they've got to be able to put together back-to-back days. Like Paul Gutierrez, who joined us in the first hour, he said it almost felt like it was a day for the defense to get right. Almost a day where it was designed for the defense to get right. And I don't want to say that they just, you know, they were given the script, but it just it felt like the offense was just, it's just off, right? It just wasn't where it needed to be in multiple picks, multiple pass breakups. And uh, Max Crosby and them getting to uh, the quarterback early and getting to the quarterback often. So with all that being said, uh, are you happy to hear about the defense making steps in the right direction? Or does that concern you a little bit that the offense isn't where it needs to be? Let us know about it. 702-365-9200. Also, our don'tbebroke.com text sign 69187, keyword R&R. We don't have another guest until 430 when we have Trevor Lane from LakersNation.com. So it really, we're wide open like some old school TV antennas. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know about it. We're at the Azilo Ultra Pool with Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q, live at the Azilo Ultra Pool. And we are here back at the Azilo Ultra Pool inside the Sahara Las Vegas. It's our Friday spot where uh, we're getting your weekend started the right way. I, I, I would want to be nowhere else than right here, right? I mean, you go from the Raiders training facility, checking out practice earlier, day eight of practice, then all of a sudden you end up here. You get to chill, relax, get by the pool. Get a little sun, check out the screens, all the sports on, food. I already had my barbecue flatbread. I got my uh, froze, froze, got that here. Of course, they have uh, virgin froze's as well. Just go ahead and throw that out there to you. We've got plenty of tickets to give away. We've got T-shirts, koozies, everything, free parking, free to get in. All you got to do is come on by and say what's up, as many people have, including my guy. Vice Raider, who's in the building. Vice, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Q. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, as always, here. Yes. Wonderful scenery here at Azilo again. <laughs> great food. You know, I'm always down to get out of the office or in the field and show up and represent Raider Nation. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? It's Friday. Work is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It Work is. is like, look at Patty. Patty's on his computer. Like, why is Patty on his computer? I, I, it's Friday, I, Patty. What are you wearing? Let your hair down, brother. <laughs> Oh, there he goes. There he goes. He's working on something that's positive, so that's all good. We're going to get Patty to to put on his uh, swim trunks and jump into the pool and swim a couple laps. But, I mean, man, it's a beautiful day out here, isn't it? Oh, definitely. You know, like I said, the water's always warm. Whether you want to dip your toes in or go in waist high, head, you know, put your head under the water here. You know, you might bump into people here. It's a little crowded here. But, hey, you know, bumping into people here may not be a bad thing. You might <laughs> be some people you want to network with and party with later. There you go. I'm telling you, man, this is the place to be. This is a party, and this is why we like being here, man. We're sitting here on stage, and we can see – Everything from the DJ booth to the screens to the bar, uh, everything, the pool, 
it's just a it's just a great place to come and, and, and kick off your weekend the right way. Oh, totally. You know, that's 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 why I'm here myself here. <laughs> relax. You know, like I tell people, the harder you work, the luckier you get. But sometimes you got to listen to your body and rest. And this is a perfect way to rest and hang out with good people. That's right. Sometimes you just got to tell your body, you know what? I ain't working no more. I'm about to go on and let my hair down. I'm about to hang out, man. I'm gonna go kick it with Mateo and Q and Patty, and yeah. Patty's gonna jump in the pool at some time and. And we got a whole bunch of people in the pool right now enjoying it again, free to get in and free parking. So, Vice Raider, man, I wanted to ask you, and you do a lot of work at Allegiant Stadium. Of course, you're a diehard Raider fan like the rest of us yeah. are. Uh, you, you see the team inside and out all the time. Uh, the defense won today as far as uh, practice went. Is that an encouraging sign as far as you're, you're concerned? Well, like I said, anything that will give the team like defense confidence, I believe it will work. Sure, it's encouraging that they're indoors, but as uh, you know, Paul said earlier, you know, a lot of it was by design. Right. So basically, you know, whether you know we do things by design, it's good. We'll see how they react tomorrow when it's outside. Right. I mean, I'll say if you know they ball, they balled out, they did hard indoors. Okay, they play eight. Well, this year nine games inside right. Allegiant Stadium, and I'm not too sure where they're playing on the road indoors. But it's always a good sign to see them ball out hard. You know, like one of my favorite Raiders, Tim Brown, said, if you don't ball out hard in practice, you're not balling hard out in the field when it comes down to game day. That's so, you know, no matter what happens, you know, what they do, as long as they're balling hard, it's an always encouraging sign. No, it really is. And today, like I said, was a day that the defense won. You saw interceptions, which we don't get to see a whole lot of interceptions, but there was four today that I saw. Robert Spillane had one. Uh, you saw Isaiah Polamoa have one. Uh, you saw uh, Grant have one. And then uh, who else had one? There was someone... I don't know how I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting there's – um, who was it? Oh, uh, Ja'Korian Bennett, the rookie. Yeah, what do you think about the rookie, Ja'Korian Bennett? I don't know how I forgot him. Oh, you know, like I said, you know, I, to me, I think rookies, they all, they're always going to play hard and ball out. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, it's not because they, everyone says, oh, college, college ball soft. You're not playing with the pros. you got to play with the dogs. <laughs> if you want if you want to run like the dogs, if you want to eat like the dogs, you got to run like the dogs. Right, you know? right, right. So basically, they got those chips <laughs> on the shoulders, so – Basically, Where's yeah. Kelsey Plum when we need it, right? All we need is a Kelsey Plum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, no, no doubt. And so, again, it was it was a good day to see what we saw. I want to see, though, how the offense bounces back. I want to see what it looks like tomorrow, right? Yeah. I mean, again, like you mentioned, uh, it'll be outdoors. I believe it's going to be a padded practice. That'll be the third padded practice. I'd like to see the offense bounce back, especially led by Jimmy G. I asked this question the other day. How do you think this offense looks with Jimmy G? I I think it looks right. Everyone talks about you know his red zone efficiency, yeah. which I think it's great. But everyone's concerned about his injuries. Yes. Let's let the guy play. You know, <laughs> let him do his things. He's a proven winner, and just go out there and see. Save the criticism to what actually happens. Let's not get all hyped up and scared about oh what if and what if this happens. You know, no. You go and do what you need to do. Advance. Like I tell people. You advance to survive, not to survive to advance. Because if you're just surviving, Ooh, I like that. Advance, can I steal that? Go ahead. Yeah, you know, you don't say that again, man. Say it slow so uh, I can get, okay. I can get that so in my memory bank. You advance to survive because when you do that, you're progressing. Now, if you're just surviving in advance, you're not making progress through there. You know, basically, you know, when you when you advance to survive, you may take those chances. But like I said, that our human nature, our animal instincts, if we take a leap of faith and we fail, we're going to find a way to bounce back. We're not going to sit there and crawl in a fetal position and suffer. We're going to find a way to continue and bounce back. Mm. And that's what, you know, animals do. That's what, you know, creatures of habit, successful people do. They got to, you know, advance to survive, not survive to advance. That's why them damn cats have nine lives, huh? <laughs> you drop, <laughs> I say this with all due respect, but if you drop a cat, 
right? And you drop it upside down, it's going to flip over and land on his feet, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just does. That's like, see, I was, everyone was like, oh, he's about to go dark with it. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> hey, wife, the wife just showed up. Yeah. She just rolled in. Now you know it's a party. Once the wife gets yeah. here, it's on and popping. Look out now. She's ready to make it happen, make it do what it do here at the Ultra yeah. Azilo Pool. Uh, we're hanging out on this Friday night. So, uh, or Friday afternoon, leading yeah. into this Friday night, but uh, it's free to get in and, and free parking, so it's a it's a really good time. So, what what's next? Like, what next do you want to see or hear about the Raiders? Uh, ba basically, well, I just want to see see them go out and ball and play, you know, just play football. You know, the, the term Raider football, I don't want to hear that because that's a bad connotation. Raider ball, Raider football, just go out there and play and hustle. Let things progress naturally. Sure, everyone wants everything right now, this moment. They want to be winners right away. Yeah. You know, good things take time, just like a good meal, like that flatbread right there. <laughs> you know, that takes some time to make, you know? Yeah, yeah. buddy, it was good, too. Yeah. <laughs> there was no doubt about it. Well, Vice Raider, thanks so much, man. I definitely appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for stopping by, and let's have a good time. Oh, definitely. I appreciate you always uh, letting me know where you're at. All yeah. the, hey, you know me, man. I'm always going to tell you where I'm at. Speaking of where I'm at, let me go ahead and go out to the phone lines real quick at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Jerome. Roman Rome on the phone. What's up, Jerome? Hey, how are we doing, guys? Good, good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for taking my call here. Yes, sir. Yeah, we talked earlier about the offense and defense, and still worry about the offense just yet. It's early. The defense is supposed to, you know, take over, and they're, you know, and, and it has put together longer, and also you got a new quarterback. Okay, sounds also, good. Go ahead. All disrespect to getting out of the league right now. I do the Raiders and make the playoffs. Ooh, okay. There you go, Jerome. Dropping the mic with the uh, the prediction of the Raiders making the playoffs. And man, I'll tell you, when the Raiders made the playoffs in 2021, that was such an epic ride. Right? I mean, I had counted them out. I was like, they're donezo. As soon as his final games are, are over. It's going into the offseason. It's time for the draft, this, that, and the other. I had written them off like six or seven weeks uh, before the season got got wrapped up. And I remember people calling in saying, hey, man, they could go on a four-game winning streak. And I said, since when? They haven't done it all year long. It's not going to happen. Like, I, I was the first to tell everybody that that wasn't going to happen. And I, I pleasantly ate my own words. I had no problem with saying, hey, my bad. I was wrong. That was such a fun ride, especially the way it ended. That Week 18 game at Allegiant Stadium against the Chargers, Justin Herbert on the sideline begging for a tie, begging for a tie, and then the Raiders going ahead and getting that victory. That was so much fun seeing the confetti drop, hearing little John perform. I mean, everything was everything. Going in that locker room after the game and having all the players fired up and pumped up about their opportunity for most of them the first time to go to the playoffs, it was awesome. It really was. So, Jerome, if, if you're, you know, you're, uh, you're, your thoughts come true, that would be great, right? I would love to see this team get hot. Right, they don't even gotta be hot coming out the gates. They can't go. They can't be cold either. They can't be ice cold. But you know, it's about teams that peak at the right time. And for the Raiders, they they won those four games in, in the end of 2021 for whatever reason. Right, there was situations that fell in their lap where there wasn't a starting quarterback. Uh, the ball bounced their way, but who cares? It happened. It happened in their favor. They took advantage of. We've seen them have opportunities to take advantage and not. And we've seen plenty of teams have an opportunity to take advantage and not. Hell, last year. The Raiders had an opportunity to take advantage of the Rams. They didn't, <laughs> right? So I mean, there's, there's, you can't, you can't, you know, say, oh yeah, but look who you played. Oh yeah, look, look, they didn't have this guy. It don't matter. Whoever you go out there with is whoever you go out with there, there with. But that was such a fun ending to that 2021 season. Obviously, they lost to Cincinnati in the playoffs, the wild card round. But the, even that game, they had a chance to win. And I, I swore to anyone. I guess I was wrong a lot in 2021. I guess that's what I've been telling everybody. Because I swore to anybody that was there, we were at the M Resort watching that game. 
And I was like, man, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to come back and, and, and win it right here. They're going to get this uh, game tie and drive and then win it in overtime. And obviously it didn't happen, but it was, it was, it was fun. Winning is fun, right? Going to the playoffs is fun. So thank you so much for that call, Jerome. I do appreciate you. And we want to hear your feedback, man. 702-365-9200. Also, the don'tbebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword r All right, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back for, with some sounds from Thayer Munford. Plus, we'll get some texts and some calls in, and we close out hour number two of the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. It can be frustrating, of course, but at the same time, though, like, we know like who Max is. Like We know who we're about to go against every day. Like It's nothing new. Um, yeah, like everybody sees that he's, you know, top top 20 in the league right now. But at the same time, like, we all want to respect each other. Like, that's all it is. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q, live at the Azealia Ultra Pool. Thayer Munford right there talking about Max Crosby going up against him each and every snap and how difficult it is. Thayer Munford and Jermaine Illuminor are definitely in a right tackle battle in camp. And when you're eight practices in that's a good thing and I'm hoping that by the time the 49ers leave town by the time the Raiders take on the Rams and then leave town by the time the Raiders go to Arlington and take on the Cowboys and get done and then the 29th comes and they cut the roster down to 53 men they have a great idea who that right tackle is going to be I feel like the right tackle and right guard are probably the two positions that are up for grabs right now and that's okay again eight days into into practice is fine or eight days into camp is fine I just don't want it to linger into week one versus Denver, week two versus Buffalo, week three back at home against the Steelers, week four in L.A. against the Chargers, and, and, and so far. So, you know, you, you don't want that. You don't want to have that problem. You want to get it figured out. You want to get it sealed immediately and know that these are our guys going forward. So we're here at the Azilo Ultra Pool inside the Sahara, Las Vegas. Lots of folks here coming by, jumping in the pool, free to get in, free parking. We're going to be here till at least 5 o'clock, but uh, everything is good to go till 6. Then later on this evening, they'll have Latin night, so something that you want to be a part of, a lot of fun here going on as Ari's in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio doing a little jig. I saw him in there dancing. He can't see me. Today's one of those days since I'm on location. He can't technically see me. I don't get to put my camera on, but I got my camera on him. So I see him all of a sudden getting his groove on in the studio, and he thinks that I can't see him. Oh, so. I know you could see me, and it's kind of – Oh, so you were just trying to show out then? Yeah, basically. Was, okay. That was, right. that was not showing out, obviously. That was Ari cool. don't have an athletic bone in his body, but he could, do, he could do a little jig in the studio. I was actually going to couple those two things together. Like, you know I'm not very much of an athlete, so you could also deduce from that that I'm probably not the best dancer. You might be a good dancer. <laughs> I have you might rhythm. Be, you I just... might be Casanova for all I know. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, you, may, you may be a Twinkle Toes for all I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. For all you know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, man. it's kind of unfair. Like, I don't get to see all that action that you've got going on there. But <laughs> you, you get to see this amazing backdrop of uh, whatever. Yes, this pool is amazing. <laughs> Thanks. They've got, the, they've got the amazing screens with about 25 different sporting events going on right now. Baseball, tennis. Uh, golf is on. I mean, all kind of different stuff is going on. I've got soundproof walls and a, an on-air mic sign right behind me. So we got the, take and, that cue. And the on-air mic never turns off. <laughs> mm, we got facts. the we got the bar here. We've got some nice plush couches here. The the nice screen behind me says "Unnecessary Roughness." Radio Nation Radio Nine Twenty. It says with your boy Q. Wow, that's awesome. We've got everything that you want, Ari. I mean, but if, you've got it too. You're in the studio. You're in the Finley Cadillac Performance yeah, Studio. It's popping here. There's nothing better than a Finley Cadillac. 
performance. You know, and Just also you, you also never know what's going to happen behind me because there is a couple offices around. Like Sylvia's in the corner there, and so you never know what kind of craziness. Look at me trying to sell it. Well, what I'm, kind of unpredictable, adventurous craziness is happening here? There ain't no the craziness studio. going on at the studio <laughs> on a Friday. I'll tell All you right, that. Yeah. It, not in that building on a Friday, nope. man. I, I I guarantee within about 15 minutes, Sylvia's going to put her head down and make that, that beeline that she always makes around the corner. She actually just walked by, and I was about to say, <laughs> I wonder. I don't think she waved, so maybe maybe she's still in for that's a little her, bit. That's, that's her sign. <laughs> if she don't wave, that means she's out of there. She's hoping nobody notices. That's you all right. Know. It's Friday. Yeah. I always say that work is overrated on a Friday, so, you know, leave your job. Come hang out with us and, and have a good time. Speaking of a good time, I want to get to Thayer Mumford Sound, but we're going to do that. We'll do that at the top of the hour. We'll push that to 4 o'clock. Uh, last night, I was on ESPN Radio Nationally. I've been doing a lot of Freddie and Fitzsimmons fill-in right now on ESPN Radio, and it's a lot of fun. Well, there's always a segment called Get to Know the Show where it's just, and we might incorporate it sometime on, on, uh, on, this, on this show as well, where basically the producers can throw anything at you. So, like, Ari, I could throw questions at you about, you know, like, when's the last movie you went to? What was your craziest first date? You know, give me your, give me your, yeah, I mean, it's just like anything. <laughs> anything and everything goes, right? And so it's called Get to Know the Show. So there came a point on the show last night where they asked about a drinking game, but, like, playing sports while under the influence. So, of course, well, my guy Vegas Jess happened to come up in the conversation. Check it out. It's time to go pull back the curtain. Ones we can depend on. Friends. And get to know the show. How many of us have them? Friends. Before we go any further, let's be friends. All right, this is how it works. We toss it back to the ranch where Tara, our producer, and Ben, our board op, have some questions for myself and Q. And this is how we get to know the show. What you got for us, guys? What? sport do you think would be most entertaining if there was said drinking limit oh wow like if like basically drunk sports which sport would be most entertaining 100 percent. like that's like, not even safe that's not the point that's, right. that is not the point um, it's for entertainment. yeah man um i kind of i kind of want to see baseball <laughs> wiffle ball wiffle ball is fantastic yeah, i would that, say baseball would be mine no you can't emmett if you throw a fastball somebody and you're a bit drinking that's a wrap man you don't want to play that sport it no, just it, i mean it either be a really long game or a really fast game because yeah. i don't expect anybody to, to actually hit the nah. ball see i'm i'm more yeah i'm i'm, I'm more safer sports man if i if, if there's going to be drinking involved I ain't playing no real sports. I mean, I'm not playing something where I can. So I like can, bowling, right? But doesn't yeah, everybody so, play yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like I did play one time. I played street football. Oh you know? yeah. And but it was just like we were just doing one on one drills, right? So I was mm-hmm. being the DB and I was going up against my buddy named Vegas Jess, and we were we were he was the wide receiver. Your friends got some great names. Hey, hey, look, that's what we do. Best did. nicknames I've ever heard. <laughs> so on one of these drills. I was running with him, and he might have pushed off in the small of my back, and it made me – all you saw was my feet go pat, 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 and then all of a sudden I went down. And, you know, it's all bad, man. I got top heavy. Wow. Was this in the street, too? Yes, was this also- yes, it was in the street. And so my hands may have got all scraped up and, and, and had rocks from the street all in it, and then someone else that was watching might have said, 
we need a medic. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> that is awesome. So that I, was the one time, but that was kind of dangerous. That's hilarious. Quickly, one day when I was like t- 13, my, my dad was at a cookout and he was drinking and I was fast, right? And I'm like, Dad, I can outrun you. He's like, you think so? I said, man, let's do it. Q, he smoked me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he smoked me. So there it was right there. Vegas Jess, the story of Vegas Jess and him pushing off in the small of my back and making me fall and scrape up my Nikes. I happen to be wearing the, the replacement Nikes today, as a matter of fact. Made me mess up my work shirt. I'm not wearing the replacement work shirt, but I did have to replace that. I have the replacement skin now on my hands. That was a real brutal day by Vegas Jess. He was really being mean to me. It's because I was getting the best of him because you know DBs win games. So he decided to push off in the small of my back. But that story will never die. It doesn't matter if I'm on local never. radio, if I'm on <laughs> national radio. I don't care if I'm in the White House one day. They're going to say, Q, what would you like to say when you enter the White House? Well, you know there was a time when Vegas Jess pushed off in the small of my back. And I, I don't like it. If I ever have to go to court, heaven forbid I don't. That's what I'm going to tell the judge. Mr. Byers, why are you here today? Well, because Vegas Jesse pushed off. <laughs> Talk about an excuse over a reason. I'm just saying. Dude, ride that out to everything. I I'm love just, it, though. Hey, look, man. It was an absolute thing. Vegas just knows he doesn't have the athletic ability to get past me, so he decided he'd go through me. But it's okay. Do something good for your country. He did something good for his country <laughs> that day. Back in the day, he shot cannons. Boy, he shot a cannon my way. (laughs) (laughs) And he ain't worried about it. He was like, yep, Q, you're going down. Timber. Who was that one that sang that song, Timber? What song was that? Who sang that song, Timber? Remember Timber? Who? Who? Kesha. Yeah, Kesha. Kesha. The wife for the win. Kobe. As always. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she wins even when she don't know she's winning. But, yeah, that's what Vegas just told me. He said, Timber. You're going down. So there you go. So I want, I wanted to pass that along. I thought that was pretty funny. That uh, happened organically. That happened organically last night on uh, on ESPN Radio. So uh, Vegas Jess has texted me and he said, "I knew it. You lying, bad word." Yep. <laughs> and uh, a little behind the scenes, it, Q simply said, "Hey, I need that audio." And you, all you said was like the audio we mentioned, Vegas Jess. Boom. Right. And I immediately was like, "This has to be about the push off." Like, I know you guys are friends. There's other things to talk about, but I was like, I don't know what this is about or what I'm, what I'm about to open in the audio, but I know it has to do something with the push-off. And oh, yeah. There's sure no enough. Doubt. There's no <laughs> doubt. Well, let, let me ask you this, and I know you don't do a lot of athletic sports, but if you were to do something, is there a sport that you would have fun playing with maybe a couple beverages in you? So, I mean – because that was the question I, that was posed to me. Because, I look, I'm not doing anything dangerous. Yeah, it's funny how you started that, like like a true dad. Like, um, I don't know, that's not hey, very man, safe. I'm, I'm 46, brother. I'm trying to live. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I, I agree. None of this is safe. I will uh, – I don't really have a great answer. Actually, I do. I don't have a real answer, but I know that in college, uh, you know, some of the people that partaked in another thing, which is smoking, weed. I could say that now, right? Yes, you can. It's called Frisbee golf. Not very athletic. Not at all. What but is Frisbee golf? It's like there are these little um, like metal kind of – it's like fence kind of that oh. wire. And you just have to toss a Frisbee in. Like that's how you score or whatever, right? What is the – It's okay, extremely let me ask, mellow. Let me ask you, you this. Gift. When we were in Hawaii on vacation, we were, we were on – we were at this place where they had a bunch of food trucks, and there was a bunch of games. They had cornhole. They had this other game where it was like a washer was rolled up in – or it was tied up with a, like a fishing wire. And what they were trying to do is the person would drop it, and hope that it would swing up and land on like a stud or like a, you know what I mean? Like oh, some kind of. Does. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And it is. looked that like the familiar. ultimate drinking game. 
I know one good drinking game that's not a sport at all, but it's called Thunder, and it's based off the song Thunder. We did that. Yeah, well, not yeah. we didn't drink. We just did the uh, we did the action it, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that before live on the radio one time. Uh, but we yeah. did it in the office. It was the first time I'd ever heard of it. That was pretty cool. You could explain it, obviously, to the uh, yeah. Listeners. No, it's every time in the song Thunder. Every time you hear Thunder, the ACDC. next person takes a drink. So preferably you have a lot of people in in the circle because if you don't, you're in trouble. Because at first it's like Thunder, so you start you start drinking, and we'll just say water because you know we're a family friendly show. And then the next person Thunder, so they start drinking. Every time you hear thunder, you start drinking, and you keep drinking until you hear thunder again. Well, there becomes a time in the song when it's like, <laughs> and it's just like this big, long nothing, right? Just It keeps going and 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 going until your eyeballs start to, like, explode out of your head. I've seen people tap out on that game, so that's a fun one. Um, foosball, we play foosball at the house, but I'm not very good at it. The wife wins at foosball every single time. It doesn't matter if she's had <laughs> one beverage or 100 beverages. She wins. I try to – man, even before my son left, he was like, Dad, we got to beat her one time. <laughs> like, we're plotting against her. <laughs> and we still didn't win. Nope. So, there's that. Good but, for uh, her. Yeah, yeah. Chop you guys down a little bit. No, she did. And, it's, <laughs> and she'll be the first to tell you, like, she's not an athlete, right? She doesn't play a lot of sports, if any. But that's the one. It's like – that's her claim to fame. I'm not losing at this. And, man, she'll get behind. I'll, I'll be winning. I'll be up, like, I don't know, a couple a couple goals here and there. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, whap, whap, whap. And I look up and I'm losing again. I'm like, dang, I can't win. And you know me, I'm competitive. I don't like to lose. But that, that one I've just chalked up to the fact that I just am not going to ever be a winner. Just not good. That, that's how it usually works in a marriage, right? You, you, no, no, happy no. Happy wife, happy life. No, 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 forget that, all right? If I could win <laughs> I'm going to beat her. Yeah, I would. I would beat the oh, brakes off her. If I, if I could, I would beat the brakes off her. Happy wife, can't. happy life, my, my, my backside. If I could win that game against her, I would dominate and be proud of it. But I just can't. No, it's, no, you can't. <laughs> she just looked at me and said, you'll never beat me at that. Love it. Yeah. that's and the, and the thing about it is she's not wrong. She's not wrong. I won't ever beat her at that. I cannot – I cannot get myself to be able to score at one end and block at the other end. And then when it's two on two, I try to I try to be the goalie. I'm like, I'll be the defender because that's what I do. I play defense. And it's like, whap, score, whap, score. And, like, my son looked at me and was like, come on, Dad, get your head in the game. I was like, dang, it's bad when your son's calling you out. I'm sure. So there's there's that. Anyway, that was, that was a fun trip down Vegas Jess and his push-off and games that you play while you're drinking. Mateo, let me ask you, man. You look like you're a, a guy that, you know, gets a little adventurous at times. Is there any games you've played while maybe uh, having a couple beverages? Oh, yeah. Bas- basketball. That's too dangerous. I you get might a little aggressive. You, oh, see, you ain't coming in the see, paint. See, you're the one I don't want to. See, you're why I don't play games. See, you said I get aggressive. See oh, how you are? yeah. No, see, you can't do that, man. You're going to hurt somebody. That's all right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not okay. No blood, no foul. Nah, see, <laughs> see. Uh-uh. Vice Raider, let me ask you, man. Have you played any games? Is there any athletic games you've played with maybe a couple beverages in your hand? Well, of course, golf is. And uh, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Golf's a good one. You know, that's when I'm at my best, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, get you limber, that's why. But I, I will say this. You know, uh, when you golf with other people, you may get a contact high uh, from uh, what they partake in. Right. You know, in cannabis. Now, you know, there's a nickname where I have Vice Raider. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take part in cannabis, but I do represent some cannabis companies. And uh, let me say, you know, that contact high really gets you. And when you're golfing, you know, 
yeah, I played some of my best golf under under the contact eye. Not under the influence, but under a contact eye. Vice Raider just took us to a whole nother level. He yeah. just took this conversation to a whole nother level. Hey, hey, I speak the truth, you know, like I say. You know, and I the mean, truth will set you free. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, I earned the name Vice Raider. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'm, I'm affiliated with, but. I th- I'm, I'm on the business side of it. I thought you were just a big fan of Crockett and Tubbs, Miami Vice, back in the day. <laughs> well, that's part of it, too, you know. <laughs> I was a big Miami Vice oh. fan. 356 is the time. <laughs> Sometimes the show just goes off the rails. We'll hear from Thayer Mumford as we kick off hour number three of the show. Straight Nation Radio, 920.